Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for another exciting edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How you doing? Doing pretty good. Good. So you have some news for us tonight? I do. This is uh, this is a, a new thing for us in the entire three-week history of our show. Uh, Cheryl has put together these stories, and we were busy with college visits today, and Cheryl did not have uh, time to do that, so I... I cobbled something together, and I, I hope it uh, it works out. So why don't you have a story? All right. Um, a second performance of Fantasmic was added to Hollywood Studios um, during August 29th through September 2nd. Boy, I wonder why they did that. Oh, I see. To help drive crowds away from Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Yes. Yeah, I mean, plus it's... So those dates... Yeah, that's... Okay. I was thinking, like, oh, summertime. Like, do they not already have two shows? They only do one show in the summer? They used to do two shows. Maybe they were doing two seasons. shows, but now it's not considered the busy season. Well, kids did go back to school. The locals right. are back. So it would have been one, and now they're doing two. Um, the first show of the night is going to be 8.30, and the additional second show will be occurring at 10 o'clock. So that'll be August 29th, 30th, 31st, September 1st, and 2nd. Cool. Um, our next exciting story is that uh, Spirit Photography is no longer offered at Memento Mori's. Uh, the gift shop out in front of the Haunted Mansion, first the awnings disappeared, and now the Spirit Photos, which were a lenticular photo. Uh, you know, they, they took a photo of you, and then it was your spirit personality, um, which was pretty cool. I, I bought one. Do the girls have them? I think we bought them for the girls as well. Did I? I think we did. Maybe. A different trip. But you refused to get it because it was $20. And you yeah, I don't like to spend money. <laughs> so it was a pretty cool option uh, to turn yourself into a, into a ghost, uh, you know, with, with the, the way zombies are popular nowadays. It was, it was a cool thing to do. And um, that section is now vacant, vacant. But never fear, Disney's going to replace it with something. And rumor has it that it's going to be uh, death certificates. Um, but the death certificates I've seen don't have any cool photos. It's just kind of uh, uh, what I've seen from Disneyland is that they are death certificates based on a a product that you purchase that says that you're going to be a caretaker of some of the spirits, and they're kind of these light up bottles that when you tap them, the spirits appear inside. Okay, it looks like some cool technology. So there's no photo involved. There's no photo involved. So I wonder what they're going to do because they have like a little photo studio in the they back. Do. There, so I wonder what they're going to do with that space. I would be surprised space. if they just opened it up and put shelves in there. That wouldn't be bad because that's a tight shop. It is. Okay. It is. Okay. Um, D23 Expo stuff? No. No. Story three. See? Well, what's this over here? That's page two. Oh, Story my goodness. Three. I lay things out much better. You do. <laughs> a new health food restaurant was announced to replace Bongo's Cuban Cafe. Well, that's good because nobody ever went to Bongo's. Um, let's see... It's called Beatrix. Yep. Owned by Lettuce Entertain You Enterprises. <laughs> I think that's a great <laughs> name. It's cute. Um, it's going to be their first restaurant in Florida at Disney's uh, Disney Springs West Side. Um, it's your neighborhood restaurant, coffee house, and grab and go market featuring healthy food options, including vegetarian, gluten free, and vegan, along with fresh squeezed juice cocktails. Nice. Yeah. They're also going to have a bakery. They're going to have a selection of wine and beer. And uh, it should be fun. It's uh, I guess it's a Chicago-based uh, option. So if you're from the Midwest uh, in the Windy City, maybe you're familiar with Beatrix or, or any of the... I don't know if there are other restaurants under the Let Us Entertain You umbrella. 
But uh, that, that could be fun. That's nice. I mean, it's nice to have something, a little bit of a healthy option there because, right. um, it, you know, the, if you are, especially I travel with a friend sometimes that's vegan, there are very few choices in Disney. She mostly starves. Right. Um, she's also um, frugal. So some of the things, like I'm sure there are offerings, but some of the offerings are, you know, rather pricey. You know, it's, if you if you go to like, um, you know, a sit down meal or something, they might have a vegan offering on there. But you know, right. we've traveled together for like Pop Warner, and when you're running around with a bunch of twelve year olds, you're not going anywhere nice. Right. So. Okay. Cool. Um, next, uh, Disney is working on a bunch of movie reboots. Um, Ever since they took over Fox, 20th Century Fox, on their $71.3 billion acquisition earlier in the year, um, Disney's CEO, uh, Bob Iger, during their Tuesday earnings call, revealed that the following properties are going to be rebooted, uh, and that is Night at the Museum, Diary of a Wimpy Kid, Home Alone, and Cheaper by the Dozen, which is funny because Cheaper by the Dozen with Steve Martin was a reboot of the Cheaper with the Dozen I think it was Henry Ford and Lucille Ball movie from the 60s. Okay. So they're rebooting an, a property that's already been rebooted. Um, and uh, all of these reboots are going to appear on Disney's upcoming streaming service, Disney+. Plus. Um, Iger said that he, we have focused on leveraging Fox's vast library of great titles to further enrich the content mix on our direct-to-consumer platforms. Uh, so, you know, it's funny because... Uh, you know, these, these weren't blockbusters. Night at the Museum grossed $540 million domestically. Um, uh, the uh, Home Alone series grossed $490 million, and Wimpy Kid was $200 million. So these, you know, were, were pretty good earners. Uh, but this is the first time that Disney has dipped into any of Fox's uh, catalog for source material. Uh, as far as Disney Plus goes... It's set to debut on November 12th with a price tag of $7 per month. There's going to be approximately 300 hours of Fox content available at launch. Um, Disney also announced yesterday that they would be bundling uh, Disney Plus, the Hulu, I think like the, the, the basic version of Hulu, and ESPN for $12.99 a month. Uh, the big thing there is that um, ESPN is going the streaming ESPN offers live sports which is something you don't get with right. other streaming services. So uh, we're going to revisit a segment that we introduced the other day which is Isabel giving us our celebrity sightings from Disneyland. Isabel, who was sighted in Disneyland today? Vince Vaughn. Very nice, very exciting. I wonder uh, if anyone was thrilled to see him. Probably. People love Vince Vaughn. Do they? They do. All right. It's Vince Vaughn and Paul Rudd. If you're either one of those guys. Oh, Paul Rudd I like. Yeah. Yeah, I love him. Um, And then a second segment today, because we have our other daughter, Lily, with us, we're going to talk about today's weather in Orlando. Lily, what was the weather in Orlando today? There's a high of 89 degrees Fahrenheit. Thank you so much. Wow, that's hot. (laughs) We heard some other news about um, the weather at Disney World today. We have um, some friends visiting there. That's right. Jen and Nate Dobis have reported that there were uh, scattered uh, rainstorms 
which it's amazing because it's... It's always it's, scattered rainstorms, right? It's summertime in Florida, and there are always scattered rainstorms. Yeah, so I guess those were a little bit torrential. We've uh, been through many of those. Right, it, it's amazing. all the way through to my underwear. And then, which you lost, but that's, <laughs> that's another, another story. Um, we don't know where they went. Never, no, never, never found, found them. them. <laughs> <laughs> but... Uh, um, yeah, Florida is crazy in the summertime because it rains like from three to four and then by four oh two you don't even know it rained. Yeah, I'm surprised that it actually wasn't hotter. I mean it was only a couple degrees shy of what it was. Oh we were here, we're only a couple degrees shy of what it was in uh for those of us Orlando. who may be listening around the globe. We're in, we're Connecticut. in Connecticut. Yes. Uh so that's eight minutes. We have, we've wow. got some time to fill. Um and you know, I, I keep talking about the D twenty three expo which is happening. And um, D23 Expo happens every two years, and I just thought maybe take a look back at the big announcements from the previous D23 Expo in 2017 and kind of go back and see what was announced, where that project is, what's completed, you know, what the status of things were. Okay, good idea. So uh, the first one that was announced was, was a pretty big one. Uh, some of you may have heard of it. It's called Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Oh! Yes. And that was announced, uh, the first three announcements. So there were 23 announcements for D23 in 2017. Okay. So the first three were Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. They actually named it uh, during 2017. Millennium Falcon Attraction, Mm -hmm. which we all know is Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run. Right. And then Star Wars Battle Attraction, which we know is Rise of the Resistance. Okay. So uh, Galaxy's Edge is open in California. It opened in May in... Florida, it's due to open on August thirty. Um, oh, sorry, August twenty ninth. Mm-hmm. Uh, Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run is going to open in Florida on August 29th, along with the rest of Galaxy's Edge, and Star Wars: Rise of the Resistance is scheduled to open on December fifth in well Disney World. in Florida, right? Mm-hmm. And then is open later in January. I want to say around the fourteenth, fifteenth in Disneyland. In Disneyland, right? Um, so by December. Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, all 14 acres will be operational. Mm -hmm. Um, It's the largest expansion in Disney World history, uh, because even the new Fantasyland wasn't that big. So that's uh, that's the first three. Okay. And then along with that is the Star Wars-themed hotel, which was announced, uh, and they were very secretive. Um, And, you know... Right now, we know it's being constructed. We know yeah, it has I mean, about, you can see it's going up. Right. We know it has about 64 rooms spread out over two floors, and there's been no opening date set. Rumor has it it will be in time for the 50th anniversary, which is in 2021. Okay. And then that leads right into your next one. Right. Uh, uh, Bob Chapek, who is the, uh, uh, I think he's the CEO of the parks. Yes. He's the president of Disney Parks. Um he said that uh, they're going to be uh, tons of new uh, events and features uh, everywhere around the parks except the Animal Kingdom, which recently opened Pandora, even though that was a couple right, so years the, ago. So the fifth one is just Walt Disney's 50th Right, anniversary. that there's going to be a lot, a lot centered around it. For that. So. Okay. And then the sixth one, um, an Epcot makeover. Um, it had been showing its age, and it was supposed to be getting a lot of imaginarying love. So they've definitely been doing that. I mean, that's been happening. Right. That's I don't know sure. if you call it love or just like uncontrollable construction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they wanted to make it more timeless and they wanted to get back to more of the whimsy of, of Epcot. I'm not sure if they're going to get that, but um, but they're going to get some new stuff and uh, it's going to be shiny. Yep. 
going along with that, the Guardians of the Galaxy attraction, which is going to uh, take uh, the old spot where Ellen's Energy Adventure was in the Universe of Energy Pavilion. Aww. Um, it is a family ride. And, you know, people are like, how do the Guardians fit into Epcot? Because Epcot was always kind of like a permanent world's fair. Right. You had countries, and then you had a section of technology and interventions, and then you had the pavilions. Well, apparently, Peter Quill, Star-Lord from mm-hmm. Galaxies of the Edge, visited Epcot as a child. And this ride... Oh, uh, you could tie it in that way. This All ride right. is going to be tied in because right. Peter visited Florida okay, in, I can in see the that. 80s. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. It's kind of cool. Uh, Ratatouille was also uh, one of the ones announced coming to the France Pavilion. Uh, a new ride based on the popular Disneyland Paris attraction. Uh, 4D ride. So we've definitely seen that that is going up. That's happening. What's the opening date set for that? Do you know? No, no date yet. Okay. But it can't be too terribly long because, I mean, there's pretty good construction going on right. for that one. Yep. And it, it sounds pretty cool because it's going to shrink everybody down to the size of Remy, who is uh, a, a rat chef, and it's going to be uh, an adventure, you know, some type of madcap adventure around uh, the, the trackless ride system. So. so they, but they have it already in Disneyland Paris. So if yes. you wanted to like sit and watch like a one of those point of view videos or something, you could basically get a pretty good idea of what you're going to see. Sure, I don't know if it's going to be a identical replica or if they're going to make changes. But yeah, it's, it's, it's probably going to be that. identical knowing how Disney does things these days. Right. Why have to reimagine something when it's already done? Exactly. Uh, next, a new mission for Mission Space, which is completed. So that's not a big deal. We know no. that got done. I so. didn't even know that got done. I don't so, that one. check that one <laughs> off. A space-themed restaurant next to Mission Space. Um, Epcot will be adding a table service restaurant that will transport diners to a space station high above Earth which is supposed to have great views. Where is this happening? This is going, it's in, it's being built. I know where built. it's going. It is being built, though? It's being built. Okay. It's going between Mission Space and Test Track. Mm-hmm. And apparently one of the problems that they're having is Test Track is right next to it, and Test Track is very loud. Oh. Uh, so I, I guess there's a lot of, uh, you know... Noise in noise the restaurant? Noise in, in, in what will Would be it, the restaurant eventually. So do you think it'll, it'll be a problem for the experience in the restaurant, or just in the sense that... Um, it's annoying while you're eating, or is it just going to like ruin the experience in the sense that they're like trying to create I'm, some sort of an atmosphere? Well, first off, you're in outer space, and there's no sound in space, so to no... ha- sound doesn't travel in a vacuum. Oh, that's rough. So, how but can... I mean, there's still going to be that. I mean, oh, um, from coming from outside, there wouldn't right, be any noise, right? Um, so it, it'll be interesting to see what they do. You know, maybe they uh, just need to really turn the music up loud, create some type of baffle baffles to to offset the sound, or, yeah, or, or just some or kind of white noise that they right. play. Around the outside, yeah, it'll, water, it'll, some water feature or something. Then, then if they play water sounds, I'm gonna have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's gonna be a new film in the China Pavilion, which we knew about. That is uh, that is on its way. Nice. And then jumping over to Disney, um, sorry, the Magic Kingdom, we have coming in Fantasyland, the Tron ride next yeah. to the Star Wars themed hotel. So I guess that whole area is getting a whole no, bunch of... No, see, it says next to the Star Wars-themed hotel, oh. this is the most exciting announcement. Oh, I'm sorry. I missed the point of your cut and paste. Uh, okay, so it's not going next to the Star Wars-themed hotel, no, because then it would be in a different park. In Tomorrowland. It's going in Tomorrowland, and it's going to be based on Shanghai Disneyland's Tron Light Cycle Power Run, which apparently is supposed to be pretty great, so yep. yay! Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. So, really? motorcycle type ride. Going to go on it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which is funny because Universal just put in the new Hagrid's ride, which similar, right? which uses a, a motorcycle right. and sidecar theme. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So here's here's something that you don't normally see. Uh, the 13th item announced uh, two years ago was the new theater in the Magic Kingdom, which was going to be a live theater based on a 20th century Kansas City playhouse, and it would be located on Main Street, USA. Um, that was actually canceled. Which makes me really sad, because I have to say, reading through all of these, most of them are either you know, revamping a little bit of something that's already done, you know, right. and just adding a new uh, mission to mission space or a new um, movie in the China Pavilion. So you're taking something and just, you know, updating it. And then everything else is like based on an intellectual property right. that they're adding. And this was one that wasn't. This was you know, something completely new that they could do new types of things in. Yeah, and this- it would constantly change. This was rumored to be a, a theater, Broadway, Broadway-sized theater with um, a backstage that could accommodate four different plays at once. So I don't know if the plays would rotate based on the day, but it, it looked to be a, a large undertaking. Yeah. Um, and it's it's been scrapped. I can understand why they scrapped. I mean, I can understand. It was, it was huge, and it would have been a lot of work and something different to try to make work, because I think they were supposed to bring some of like their Broadway shows or, you know, maybe a shortened version of them there. It would have been a lot, but it would have been awesome. So that's a bummer. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I, I think it's tough to get a good performance into into a park. I mean, when you go to, um, you know, Hollywood Studios and you see Beauty and the Beast live on stage, it's 20 minutes. It's not 25 great. minutes. When you see Nemo. Nemo's Under pretty the good. sea, that's, you know, that's a, what, half hour, 35 minute performance? Something like that, yeah, but it's pretty good. When yeah, but do, what about, like, the Lion King show is so good. It's so good, and that's a half hour. They have the Frozen recap in Hollywood Studios. Um, that was very good. That's done very well. But they're quick. When we went to California, mm-hmm. in California Adventure, we saw a uh, performance that of That was a Frozen, Frozen one, right. Which was... I'd say, what, maybe an hour? That's actually what I'm thinking of when you were talking about Frozen, and I said it was very good. I don't remember the and, one in Disney World, but the and, one in, in Disneyland, was, it was very well done. It was well done. very good, but it was an hour. Yeah. And it, it's a tough thing to do because you've got to show up ahead of time to get the seats. Yeah. you got to wait in line. So it's like, if you're going to see that performance, that's two, maybe an hour and a half, two hours out of your day. But we've been talking about how all these new resorts are going up, right? And all these people that are going to be in the parks, and what do you do with them? Well, that seems great. A, an attraction that's going to take up an hour of people's time is, and is going to be amazing, and plus an hour's worth of waiting, that would have been great. Right. You know, people are happy. They're sitting in air conditioning. It's a two-hour, you know, amount of time that they're not in other parts of the park crowding it up. I don't know. I think it would have been good, but it doesn't matter what I think at this point. Right? That's right. They don't listen to you anymore. They never do. Um, going back... Uh, to the list, uh, Toy Story Land. I guess they can check that off because that's open. Mm-hmm. Uh, along with that was the Slinky Dog themed coaster. Cross that off the list. Those done. two are done, and they've been pretty popular. It's a it's a nice little land. You know, it, it seems like every time they build the land now, regardless of the size, whether it's as small as Toy Story Land or as large as Galaxy's Edge, it seems like each one of these lands is only getting two rides. Yeah, it's small and it's so crowded. I mean, if you get there right when it opens, you can sort of move. But we went um, the last time we were there and showed up somewhere in the middle of the day. Maybe I don't know if you were with us that time. Um, I went with the girls, but I mean, we we couldn't. You couldn't go on a ride. You couldn't Mm -hmm. even move. It was so packed. So, um, it might have been Pop Warner. Yeah, I think it was. 
Yeah. But they are adding, it's not on the list, but they are adding a barbecue restaurant uh, in Toy that. Story Land there. Okay. Um, staying in Hollywood Studios. Uh, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. So that will be opening in 2020 where the um, old, um, help me out. Great movie ride. Thank you. Great movie ride was. Uh, so that should be soon opening. Well, it says opening 2020. So that'll be nice. Springtime. And that exists in another park. It does not. It will be. Uh, it will originate in Hollywood Studios, right. and then in 2022, they will be opening up a version in California. So Adventure. that'll be fun to be the first one to get something. Right. Um, Disney's Riviera Resort, which Almost is going done. to be their uh, the first uh, vacation club that they have built from the ground up in a while, uh, and that's going to open in December. So that uh, that can almost be crossed off crossed off the list. And the thing that I'm probably the most excited for from the whole list is the Disney Skyliner gondolas. Those are going to be opening very soon in September. Um, I'm just excited about another way to get people around instead of a bus. So those are yeah, that's happening. Yep. Uh, they also announced the minivan service there. Uh huh. That's um, been a hit. Which you know it used to charge a set fee. Now it's adopted more of a. A pricing system, I believe it uses List. I'm sorry, Lyft. List. Lyft. <laughs> Hold on, I just—I think I just had a slight stroke. Um, it uses Lyft uh, underneath the covers, but, uh, you know, if you need to get from point A to point B, Disney has their own fleet of uh, pink polka-dotted minivans. Uh, M-I-N-N-I-E. Get it? It's a play on words yeah, to it's, uh, get it's, you around the it's park. It's based on Lyft with, like, a 50% upcharge. <laughs> All right. And then shooting over to California and and internationally, we have uh, just four more announcements. Oh, uh, Marvel Land, which is currently under construction and opening in 2020. Um, There's going to be... You can't have me do these when I haven't even read them. Well, I do yours without problem. Yeah, but I, I make them all nice so you can just read it. Oh. Go ahead. You tell and people this about words. this. I'm going to read the next one. Sure. Okay. So Marvel Land, I think we've mentioned it before. It's going to, it's the California uh, Avengers compound out in California Adventure. And it's going to include uh, uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout, which is already there. A Spider-Man ride, an Ant-Man uh, brewery, a microbrewery. Some gift shops uh, when it opens in 2020, and then Phase 2, I believe, opens in 2022, which will debut an e-ticket uh, roller coaster attraction, or thr- thrill attraction, they're saying. We don't know if it will be a roller coaster for sure yet. All right. And then Pixar Pier, which has already opened, um, they took Paradise Pier and changed it into Pixar Pier. Um, it already had... A couple of Pixar rides, but they added, let's see, Toy Story Mania was already there. And then they added The Incredibles and Inside Out to that. So that's already open and running. And then they rethemed like the Indomitable, uh, Adorable Snowman thing. So they did a really good job with that. Yeah, it's cute. Uh, In conjunction with that, in 2018, Disneyland had Pixar Fest. Cross that off the list. That has come and gone. And then the last announcement from 2017 was the Art of Marvel Resort. Uh, over in Disneyland Paris, which was going to transform their current New York hotel uh, into the Art of Marvel Resort. Since most a lot of Marvel activity takes place in New York, they thought it would be a great way to bring in some of their Marvel properties. And uh, the, art, uh, the Art of Marvel is due to open in summer of 2020. The resort is fully closed right now. 
uh, undergoing refurbishment. So what resort? The Disney's New, Disney New York Hotel at Disneyland Paris. Oh, okay. Oh, I see. So, so it was an existing hotel, and then they're retheming it. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. So you know, as you can see, they make a lot of announcements. Uh, some things take a number of years. Galaxy's yeah. Edge took. I, I think, I'm almost... kind of impressed that like most of these are coming to fruition. They're either like finished or almost finished. You right. know, definitely happening. With only one being canceled, that's pretty good. I mean, the only things we don't have an opening date on for those are the Star Wars Hotel and the Tron. But we know they're the both Tron happening. Cycles, but they're under construction. Yeah. So, um, you know, that's. Those are the announcements that we'll uh, get ready to see in a couple of weeks at the D23 Expo. So, uh, What else could you, they possibly announce? Uh, they're going to announce a ton of stuff. Right. So hopefully you enjoyed that little look back. And until tomorrow, it's Cheryl and Tony, and this is the Disney Drive Time Podcast. Bye.